Good day, uh, followers and audience, and welcome back to another uh, episode of the Tommy Laney Fitness Podcast. Today is episode nine, so the power of protein. Super excited for this one, um, because it's definitely um a topic that um I love covering and one that you're going to get a good bit of benefit out of. So hopefully you have in around 20 minutes uh, time slot for yourself, whether you're going for a walk or just sitting down relaxing and listening to this podcast. Um, so yeah, get your earphones on. If you're at home, get the kettle on and enjoy the listen. So today in this um, podcast, we're going to be covering topics such as the importance of protein, um, how much you should eat like for your goals, whether it's fat loss or whatever that may be, animal versus plant proteins. Um, should I take protein supplements? I think that's a big one. And how do I get started, basically? Yeah. So I'm going to dive, dive straight in. Um, so the importance of protein. Right, so at the end of the day, protein is definitely one of the most important macronutrients we can get into our bodies daily. Uh, meaning like macronutrients, say, are proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Now, the other two macronutrients are important, like carbohydrates and fats, but protein is definitely one of the most important ones out of those three. Um, like, if you're not a meat eater, basically, getting in your protein should be a goal each day. Um, whether that's from, say, like plants, or it's from, in some cases, uh, supplementation, um, that might be an option. But look, more on that stuff later. Um, so why is it important to get in your protein well like at the end of the day it's the building block of your body and um so in other terms it repairs and grows uh, your tissues everything in the body and due to you putting stress on your body like on a daily basis whether it's life stress or extra stress you really need still really need to get that protein in so like within protein basically there's um amino acids right and some of those we make um ourselves um and they're called non-essential because the body makes them themselves so you don't need to get in from a food source um, and others we call them essential amino acids and that's what you need to get in daily uh, with your food whether it's meat plants whatever that may be um and they're essential for you to repair the body and recover um so amino acids basically make up your proteins uh, that you're putting into the body and they're like say responsible for as I said your structure um, your hormones your enzymes your immune uh, chemicals all those things like uh, is important um, and also trans- the amino acids like our transport uh, protein so so yes protein is definitely super important for a strong immune system like regulation of your hormones nail and hair growth and much more so, like, if you like your nails, you like your hair, get your protein in. Um, like, and there's definitely, in some cases, there's some people that have deficiencies in, in protein. Like, just say, for example, a low-protein diet, that can lead to, lead to a lot of symptoms, like, such as hair loss, um, headaches, brittle nail, nails, pure immunity, difficulty keeping warm even. So... These are things why it's important to get in protein um, on a daily basis. Um, so just think about that a little bit and ensure that you do get it in um, and set it up that you can. So if you were to say, right, okay, I'm going to try to get my protein in, Tommy, because you told me it's important, um, how much should I get in then for my goals? Now, 
So how much do we need, say, for goals going to depend really on what your goal is? That's really what the question is here. So at the end of the day, the recommend daily allowance, like generally goes, say, if you type in online, the RDAs will say, like, it'll go by your by your body weight. So re- realistically, that just works, say, um, on numbers. So the RDA really only puts in a, an allowance of 10% of your daily allowance uh, as your protein need, which really isn't good enough, uh, to be honest with you. But the only reason the RDA have that up is just, say, to prevent uh, people going, like, say, prevent malnutrition. Um, so the minimum amount, so basically that's the minimum amount you need uh, to die or get sick. So realistically, 10% is, is, is the number I set. But... Uh, that'll depend, obviously, um, at the end of the day, because the RDA doesn't take into, say, account, um, like, our energy levels, your daily carbohydrate level, your sex, your age, your daily activity levels, like, all these things are important. So that's why um, it comes down to an individual thing when it comes to getting into protein needs on your goals. Um, so you have to, because you have to take all those things into account um, if you're realistically looking to achieve something. Um and at the end uh, if you get in the right say protein um like the daily amount you need it, it could be simply for somebody say looking to improve their sport performance or somebody looking to improve their health or say increase your fat loss uh, so you get a leaner body um, you're definitely going to have a huge difference in protein needs when it comes to all those um kind of how could you say subjects um, there's going to be a different kind of uh, number so 10% do you think the RDME given 10% of protein to someone that performs in the sport and then the rest of 90% of their food is carbohydrates um, and fats and say fruits and vegetables and all that like so um, it's not really doesn't really make any sense so basically what I do with this myself I use the calculator that I have um, with my certification through the nutrition that I have um and depend on your goal i do up basically a nutrition guide for you and um, to get you started say towards your goal so it's a starting point and to be honest with you you could be on a starting point and maybe in around 30 percent of your protein needs up regardless of your goal it's definitely not going to be 10 percent now if you never ate protein before it could be lower we have to build it up slowly to go um, but the good thing about that is that you don't have to be, say, how you always see a lot of people worrying about when it comes to protein or foods in general is counting calories uh, to track your protein or carbohydrate or fat needs. You don't need to be doing that. I basically get guys to use a hand portion guide. Um, it's super easy and it's a lot less mental energy. That's what I always say about it. Um, so you don't have to be just counting calories. Um, so matter, no matter your goal um, and whatever... Um, guide I give you you're going to be getting in your protein needs uh, wherever you're at right now so that's like kind of it on goals and that stuff it's really going to depend on what you're looking to achieve are you looking to improve your health are you looking for fat loss goals are you looking for um to improve your performance in sport or what is your goal and that's how much protein you're realistically going to need so if you're working off the RDA um and eat little protein that's probably a good place to start but in general uh, for the person who wants uh, bigger goals and aspirations than that um, it wouldn't be the best place to be okay so anyway let's dive into animal versus plant proteins so 
I think the confusion is here that eating more plant proteins improves your health um, outcomes uh, compared to an animal protein source, um, which is probably not true. But anyway, um, people think that um, because the internet's probably full of that stuff. Um, again, to be honest, it really, at the end of it, if you're just, say, a plant-based eater and you don't like meat, um, that comes down to personal choice, really, at the end of it, I'm not an agenda. Um, but it really does come down to the quality of protein more than the quantity. Um, and honestly, like, if you're going to be on a plant-based diet, you're going to definitely have to be eating a lot of food to get in um, your protein needs on a daily basis. Um, so, and also, um, as I said, plants uh, are missing probably some essential amino acids that you need for the body. So you might have to supplement in some uh, in those um, amino acids. They're called essential amino acids, EAAs basically. Um, and they're the ones that plants are mainly missed. So honestly, I think the best way of moving forward for anybody is a mix of animal and plant proteins. Um, it's probably the way to go. Um, because you definitely need to get your fiber in two through plants, and as I say, getting in, in um the protein more so from the meat as well, um and that probably be the best outcome, um. But as I said it's all, I always say that diversity is good. That's why you say animal and plant, um, within your meals is also a good option, and um, but that's personal choice, um. As long as you eat a mix of different protein sources, like you're going to get your amino acids in, um. So at the end of the day, there's no need for, say, protein algebra to make you, like, get in all your amino acids and just kind of have a mix of everything and you should get everything in. Um, but just remember that, as I said, many plant-based sources are less protein-dense uh, than animal sources. So if you choose not to eat animal products, um, you have to work a little bit harder to get more protein in. So a wide variety of plant sources uh, to make up the difference uh, with, to meet your protein needs and possibly some supplementation um, depending on what you're doing or what your goal and aspirations are. Um, so this is where I'm going to dive in as well into the should I take protein supplements. Um, really, I'm going to say here, um, it depends really from person to person goal-wise. That's really what it comes down to. Like plant-based eaters, as I said, might need some. As plants are missing some key amino acids like isoleucine, leucine and valine. Um, they're kind of essential amino acids. Um, so where you might need some supplementation there. Um, in terms of convenience, a supplement like whey, casein uh, can be good for recovery. Um, but not necessarily really. But uh, it, it can it can help um, if you're definitely not getting in, in your protein needs. Um, say someone like who has... A big protein goal like a bodybuilder or an athlete um, that may be more convenient for people like that but not necessarily really to be honest with you for the general person that's my opinion um, if you have if you're a general person and you have a high protein need like say 180 grams a day if you have a really big goal to hit and you want to get super lean or whatever um, you know it might be necessary then because it would probably be hard to get in that amount of protein through food um in terms i suppose of food choice for health um it's they're probably not the best um option now unless you get one with very little um very little ingredients you have to think that those things are processed at the end of the day 
and there's so many of them on the market it's hard enough on to be choosing so you want to be sure that you're if you are getting protein supplements that you are investing in a really good product and with very little ingredients um, as I always say um, if you like basically need a, a dictionary to understand the ingredients put it back on the shelf that's all I can say if you don't understand what's on those ingredients well then that supplement uh, isn't for you honestly actually understand what they are because mostly things that go into the body uh, the body can't recognize them and that's where damage comes upon that's coming down to that and it's processed so this is exactly why i set up a say, food traffic light system uh, with my clients uh, especially when it comes to um food um so and protein powders um, they're on say the orange light category so now and again so i wouldn't recommend you if you take them unless it's really really something that you need to do it's convenient and it it has to work with you it, or it will work with your goals um so at the end of the day i always say you're better in getting some green light proteins like lean meats or whatever choice you prefer um, your own preference really that way because when it comes to a traffic light system on food it's setting up your own one at the end of the day you could like have a have a plant-based diet or you could be paleo or you could be whatever um and you really have to set it up your own way um, and i'm just there to guide you and help you out as best i can um, and what choices will be better than others Um, so that's it really on say supplements so a takeout point and that is only take them if you're convenient if it's convenient if you can't get in your protein needs um or you're in super intense exerciser maybe you need to get it in um and that's really the only reason we'll just be careful on them and uh, buy good products if you are buying them um and then if you focus on getting in good key nutrition through setting up a good traffic light system you probably don't need them um and um i said the end of that will probably be better for your health in the long term so how do i get started this is another thing i get asked to um well at the end if you're say a regular person who just wants to get fit and healthy um i start like i'm on about size what is now here how much you're getting in and um, i always suggest starting with say one palm size portion of lean protein at each meal uh, you have daily and um, now that might be too much for some people uh, some people might be getting in no protein at all at meals or maybe a little bit so it can always always be good to start off at one meal and then build it up to two meals and then up to three or whatever amount of meals you eat a day some people only eat two meals a day some people might eat five so it's going to depend on the person here too on how much you need to get in but per meal palm size is always a great start uh, so the size and thickness of your hand basically um and a variety like at the end of the day as well you think if you're putting a variety of vegetables on your plate um and having some dairy and all that kind of stuff that's going to have protein in it too and as I said before vegetables is going to have um fiber in as well which is super important um if you're a plant-based eater uh, without animal products you're probably going to f have to f work a little bit harder uh, to get enough protein in to be honest with you um as i said this is where you might have to consider a plant-based protein powder uh, to help yourself out um but as i said tr try and um work it within what i said there because as i said it's always an individual thing if i'm working with a plant-based person um and i don't eat meat 
uh, we just work together on what ways we can get in your protein needs um, and we work it off the hand portion guide too um, to ensure that we keep it super easy for you uh, just to make sure that things aren't difficult so to finalize on that to get started okay start off small baby little steps Um, if you're already a ninja added add a little bit more protein if you're not getting where you need to be not getting as lean as you want um, or if you're just starting off just add a little bit more to your plate um, at one meal or two meal, meals and work from there but know your goal that's the key thing know why and what you're looking to achieve and what's the reason for it and why do you want to do that um, you have to really know that your deep reason because at the end of the day that's the outcome you're looking to get but the process of getting in your protein or whatever macronutrients you need to get in to support that goal is going to be what's going to get you there at the end of the day okay so a little bonus so i'm just going to dive in i think a lot of people ask me especially online on instagram and uh, facebook um protein for losing fat basically how much you know so it definitely does help uh protein definitely will um eating protein definitely will help you lose fat uh for for a few reasons okay so um what do you call it so at the end of the day, like when you eat more protein you're going to you're going to tend to feel more fuller basically so it's going to give you more society so basically it stimulates the release of your say your society hormone it's so hard to say that so you're stop um in your gut so it's stop eating hormone basically um so when you eat protein you naturally tend to eat less uh without feeling hungry and that's really good for fat loss okay um and protein makes your body work to digest it too yes protein is hard to break down in the body so not all nutrients like uh, take up a lot of energy to digest like like say fats and carbohydrates they're pretty easy for your body to digest and absorb but protein uh, takes up more energy to digest and absorb so by protein coming to body and breaking it down um that raises up your body temperature too um it's called a thermic effect of food um so and in return this helps burn more more calories basically so obviously people that are counting calories they're doing a calorie deficit for fat loss goals but if you're just getting in your protein and you're working on that little step first uh, without counting calories just getting in your palm size um, you're raising the thermic effect of your body uh, your temperature basically on a daily basis and you are definitely going to uh, increase your fat loss goals by doing that without even having to count the number okay so that's a really really helpful one for you and um, it also helps support muscle tone and building so like getting your protein not only repairs and recovers your body it also helps you maintain your muscle okay this is a common thing that i see with people are out walking a lot i have nothing again walking but as i say um people lose a lot of muscle mass because they overdo the walking to lose their weight and um, i always say getting in the mix of walking and getting some weights training in to make sure you maintain your muscle um because if you have a lot of body fat to lose you want to be training those muscles underneath that body fat to make sure when you lose that body fat and um, that them muscles show true okay not that you're losing your muscle because end of the day if you're not eating enough and you're trying to lose weight and you're not eating enough carbohydrates or fats 
and you're exercising mainly is walking okay when all your stores are gone you are basically going to use your protein as energy so it's going to use your muscle um, as energy so in terms of or retaining your muscle that's not going to happen you're going to lose it so think about that uh, when you exercise and you don't want to bring down your muscle and um, you want to get your protein in support and repair the body and support your goals especially if it's fat loss or weight loss and or say achieving a healthy lean body protein is going to support those goals um, so when you shed fat over time as said um, so looking at the bigger picture here um, all your training and exercise um, and your protein needs uh, should shine through because you support your goal uh, by getting your protein needs in okay so definitely um, if fat loss is your goal or get the lean body um, it's essential to get that in and definitely essential to get some weight training in um, or some sort of body weight uh, exercises even and um, just make sure you're reaching failure on what you're doing and that's the key and uh, said so i could get into training here but i said there'd be another 20 minutes talking about that so that's it guys we've covered everything really hopefully that has helped you um in some way um on the topics i've covered i said they're short and sweet these podcasts and um, so straight to the point um so i'm going to basically be putting this up on a blog as well on my website at www.tommylaneyfitness.com um, and you can also follow me on instagram facebook and i do have some workout videos also up on those social media platforms and on youtube at tommy laney fitness so yes thanks for listening and um i'll be back in next monday with another uh, podcast so have a great day and i'll chat to you soon Good day audience and followers and welcome back to another podcast at Tommy Delaney Fitness. Um, today's episode is episode 10 and be smart with carbs. So the topics on today's podcast I'm only covering is why we need carbs, different types, do they make us fat, finding the right balance and how much for your goals. So if you have 20 minutes to spare, um, get those earphones on if you're out for a walk or get the kettle on you're just sitting down relaxing so it said it's straight to the point with these podcasts in around 20 minutes so tune in and have a good listen so i'm going to dive straight into the first topic why do we need carbohydrates okay so carbohydrate is a key macronutrient i don't know if you listened to um, the last podcast last week on protein um, that's another macronutrient if you didn't listen to it go back and listen to it um, a carbohydrate is another macronutrient and um, when it comes but the only difference in with carbohydrate you need it for daily energy so an example would be to say mental energy so the brain and nervous system prefers using carbohydrates for say thinking time taking actions uh, reactions or even energy for daily activities like your work your exercise you need to have some sort of um, food in the body uh, to give you energy to perform those things. And even if you're in sport for performance, you need the right amount of carbohydrates. So it's definitely really, really important. So if you're deficient in, in them, um, you think all those things are going to be slowed down and they might not even happen. And you're definitely going to feel tired and sluggish. And then you can reverse that around too. A lot of people eat maybe a surplus of carbohydrates. That's where you might put up weight. 
uh, there's a possibility of it and it definitely make you feel tired and sluggish and foggy and unfocused and even depressing comes down to it so i always say when you're eating any type of food if you're eating to 110 110 we have a problem unless there's a big reason for it um so you need to get in line with your as i said fullness and hunger cues and understand what i'm on about there um, so getting the right balance is definitely key um, and what feels right for you is going to what's going to work best for you in, in the long term and I always hear some people say yes and this is true people try to avoid them at all costs and I am there why are you avoiding them what's the reason and I just say well maybe they're just not clear on the importance of them or they've read some sort of an article off uh, Fugle as I call it um, as a um, because of its foggy misled information well fogel maybe not fogel <laughs> and um sometimes or maybe people are just not clear on how much they should have and maybe that's just a build-up and that can uh, be very hard for some people who don't understand how much you should have for your goal um and really that comes down to an individual thing um because not one size fits all and that's the problem with reading stuff off the internet what has worked for somebody else might not work for you so you have to either try it out or either try and get what works for you and that's all i can say and i think it's important as well um people generally that do avoid carbohydrates maybe as i say they're on a low carb diet um or they're on a ketogenic diet or they're on a low carbohydrate diet for whatever reasons and that could be down to say um health reasons maybe their doctor um has advised them to stay low on carbohydrates you know what i mean or and then maybe up to fire or something like so for them reasons that's why you should maybe down but other than that i don't think you should be and um, i would always say the average person's minimum would definitely be 100 130 grams a day so i bet people are going to love me by saying that um in terms of harm portion control um, it's in around five cupped hands um so guys you really really need them they are important you need them for energy the only thing is you need to utilize that energy if you're eating any type of food and you're just sitting around doing nothing well it's not really going to do its job then is it um so as i said we're going to dive into um say the different different types of carbohydrates right now um so a little bit of science here everyone um so structurally speaking now that's big words for me there are two types of carbohydrates simple and complex okay simple carbohydrates are smaller they're more easily processed in the body um and like to go faster into the body basically so to give you an energy spike quicker okay but it wouldn't be long lasting whereas complex are more slowly released or processed in the body and will give you a longer sustained um energy release and um, throughout your day or whatever um so that's really the science lesson I'm going to give you today. Um, although the fundamental, although like the fundamental process of digestion is the same, um, people definitely differ in their tolerance and handling of carbohydrates. Um, say, um, however, like carbohydrate type also plays an important role. Like when the con- diet consists of simple su- sugars and refined carbohydrates, which the body breaks down rapidly, your simple carbs. Uh, one may no- notice like say elevations in your blood uh, triglyceride levels bad cholesterol and an insulin resistance um, on the other hand 
carbohydrates are digested and absorbed slowly. So these are your complex ones. Whole grains, fruits and vegetables um, can help you control your insulin response, your energy levels <clears throat> and your body composition. So a complex is definitely better for certain things, but the simple ones definitely have um, a place in the world too. If you're in sport or exercise or training or whatever, that's where they might come in handy. Um, so such, say, unrefined, unprocessed complex carbohydrates uh, sources may improve even may improve your cholesterol even. So definitely complex or definitely really really good ones. Um, and other benefits of say that um in your diet will definitely um increase your vitamin and mineral in- intake, your fiber intake, um enhance your satiety, so your hunger and fullness uh, after meals, and um, will have a higher thermic effect of feeding. So think of the protein went down last week, the higher thermic effect you have. Uh, the more calories you're going to burn uh, throughout your exercise or throughout your day and also good blood uh, sugar control which is really important um so the body will have a different response to different types of carbohydrates you consume on a daily basis so it's just say for example eating white rice uh, more will have a different effect than eating a fibrous vegetable and um, but both are probably necessary as i always say depending on what your goals um as an individual you may have and that's why I mean, that's why I always set up my food traffic light system because that is an individual thing. It's really down to you to design it, um, because you have to design the one that becomes sustainable to you. And carbohydrates play into this, um, and I make sure, and you make sure that your traffic light system, um, is in line with your goals, uh, for the long term, so they don't make you fat. Okay, so that's where I'm going to dive into. Um, do they make you? Do they make us fat? Um, as I said, two question marks after that one. Um, some experts and general people uh, believe carbs and instant make you gain weight. Um, but they say the fix. But I always say the fix is simple. Um, well they said really, if if you eat a low carb diet, you will keep your insulin levels low and lose weight rapidly instead. Um, all without even having to worry about calories. Um, so I said pasta is more commonly known as a fattening food, which really really drives me mad. Um, so when folks want to lose weight, they often even eliminate the likes of that, uh, like pastas, eliminate rice, potatoes, and sometimes even fruit. Um, crazy like. Um, and the reason carbs, of course, <coughs> and the reason it's carbs, of course, as I'd say, um, they kind of have a name on the internet. Hashtag is being bad, as you shouldn't be having them. Like, where the heck do you get energy from? That's my thing. You need it, like. If you're doing nothing, you might need as many. But if you're more active, you're going to need more. That's the thing with it. And you have to get this vice into your head about that. And not avoiding them to lose weight. Like, when you're, if you're trying to lose weight, weight loss is a long-term goal, not something that's quick. Oh, if you want to lose it quick, probably the best way to do it is probably low-carb. But is that going to be sustainable? No, because you're going to be going down around losing the weight, then you're probably going to put it all back up, and then you're probably going to go around um, with your brain foggy as well, not even knowing your name. So that's why you should have carbohydrates. And um, as I said, if if you're not getting them in, that could even make you fat. I don't know, like, but I'm saying you get the right amount in is key. So if you eat lot, lots of carbs at a meal, your blood glucose levels and your insulin levels go up 
uh, more than if we eat fewer carbs. Um, now that that is true, but context really matters too. People definitely respond differently to the different number of carbohydrates based on many factors. That's the truth here, guys. Really based on your fitness levels, your body fat percentage, your genetics, the time of the day you eat, when you choose to eat them. Um, I always say it pays off to be more active um, in your day to utilize using carbohydrates for energy. That's why I'm always trying to get people to increase their activity levels. That's to use the food that you eat for energy and not just for sitting down and going to sleep. Um, this, is one, this is definitely a reason why fit people tolerate carbohydrates better than people that are sedentary that do nothing. I'm not saying you're doing nothing, but you're more seated most of the day. Um, so you're not really active um, when it comes to activity levels. Um, these use, they usually um, even benefit from more carbs. Uh, people like, say, to aid in performance and recovery. So if you're looking to recover after your training, or if you're looking to perform well in your sport, or in a workout, um, or life in general, carbohydrates are going to be important. And definitely for recovery too. So I'll give you a little bit on the incident because I know I kind of said that a few times in here and saying, what the heck is he on about? I'm not going to go too much about it because um, I don't want to get into the scientific end of it here because it could be nearly an hour ahead. Um, so basically, to give you an easy example, if you become, say, insulin resistance, resistant um, so much, uh, like it's basically too much insulin really, um, this could cause this can cause say type two type diabetes. Now there can be many factors to type two by diabetes, but you are insulin resistance um at a certain amount when you have that um disease. But I must say diabetes is definitely complex. So that's not like you know one size fits all. Um so now when it comes down to say insulin resistance or anything like that, it can definitely come down say to lifestyle factors too. If you you have poor sleep hygiene, if you're a smoker, if you don't exercise, and there's much more. Um, but what we do know is that people who are obese, particularly those um, who have say a higher amount of say visceral fat, like that's the deep abdominal fat that surrounds your vital organs around the body. Are more like more likely to be insulin resistance. So, like, say, if you're overweight or whatever, that that might come upon. Um. So we also know, like, say, losing excess body fat, uh, often resolves insulin resistance. It can definitely help. It uh, like decreasing the body fat around your organs and in your body in general. So I always uh, say, <clears throat> say, base your carbohydrate on your goals, not on. If eating less will make you lose fat or eating more will make you gain weight. Base it around your goals, guys. That's what's the more, most important thing. Because um, it really comes down to an individual goal and how and how your body handles carbohydrates intake and keep keeps you on track, basically. The worst thing is assumptions that leads to no progress. That's always here. Reading things that you shouldn't be reading it can lead to an assumption and then you're not going to take any action. Okay? I remember to do what works best for you. That's all I can say. And change over time will definitely come uh, depending on what work you put in and what goals you're looking to achieve within a certain amount of time. So what matters most for fat loss and any other health pursuit is finding an eating, eating pattern basically that feels reasonable, sustainable and yes, enjoyable. So this is where I'm going to step into um, finding the right balance guys. It's really important. So you're probably saying, Tommy, what is balance? 
Um, I bet you're saying that in your head right now. So nutritional value uh, varies. Um, but try not to think of food as being good or bad. That's what I mean on balance. Uh, you can put it into, an, into a, like, say, a spectrum of eating more, eating some, and eating less. This is called Tommy Laney traffic light system. So try focus on more on say eating more whole, minimally processed carbohydrates to have packs that are packed with lots of nutrition and fiber and contain a mix of starchy vegetables like potatoes and getting that rainbow in and colour fruits, colourable fruits as well and veggies. So that's what I mean that we be eating more of that kind of stuff. Um, if you're not a veggie lover, I always say add some herbs and spices to your meals to pr- improve the quality and taste of your meals. Um, and even, I know you're going to love me in this one, I'm giving you permission to eat eat some. Okay, that's the next one. Bagels, breads, wraps, and maybe even a little sneaky muffin in there. Okay, so that's eat some. I'm not telling you eat that all the time. Eat that sometimes. Um, but let's be clear. That's why you say sometimes, because we need balance, guys. So, and then when it comes to eating less of carbohydrates, they're the ones that be richer in fat or higher in sugar, say like cereal bars, fries, cookies, cakes, sodas, all those kind of things that are probably, they might have a reason sometimes, but you don't take them out, you leave them in and you have them a little bit less in your weekly or daily nutrition. And then that's what's going to create sustainability instead of taking them out. Okay, I'm not a big fan of taking stuff out. I'm a fan of putting stuff in, okay, when it comes to food. So yeah, all the nice things I know, you can eat a little bit less. Uh, but you have to think of them there, guys. Them things are man- manufactured basically for deliciousness. To make you either want one more piece or eat an extra portion. So, you know, you don't want to be over-consuming on the carbohydrates. And I said, you get the effects then, you'd be sluggish, slow, and probably be brain-fogged and have no energy. You'd probably have that quick spike, but then your energy is gone, and you end up eating some more. So, that's how you can pop weight. So, remember, balance is, key. balance is key to find out what works and helps you stay in track for sustainable results. That's all I can say. Uh, there should be no such thing as restriction. I hate when I hear that word. Um, now, I only say... A certain food has to be restricted unless your health care provider states so uh, for whatever reasons so that could be any reason um, or it could be uh, strategically as uh, to improve your food choices you might need to take something out straight away that's but that really is based on uh, an individual process and um, some person might be intolerant to some and they might have taken out straight away and that's your that comes in or you might have some sort of health issue and that's where your doctors advise you to stay down or stay off certain food so it really really is based on um on them things and where you are right now and um, just make sure that make sure your carbohydrate intake makes you feel and move and um look better um with the amount that you do have okay so how many carbohydrates for your goal find the topic um so this really comes down to personal preference here. Uh, remember, you are the boss of all your goals and aspirations. Nobody else, you. Okay, I'm. I said I'm. If I'm coaching you, I'm just here to support and advise as a coach. I always say, <laughs> this is actually. I don't know. It might be funny, you guys. I always say I like I'm the little person who's in your pocket, and I pop my head out now and again to say, can I help you? 
um or how is that going or i'd say like can i help or how is that going for you basically what i'd say and then i get back into the pocket give your answer and get back in get out of your way um, so really and surely the amount of daily carbohydrate will depend on whether you want to lose weight gain weight uh, body recomposition that's staying the same weight and uh, creating fat loss um or um if you have athletic goals uh, getting the right amount for that too to support your sport or performance so that's a good starting point in terms of portion control um with um portion control with carbohydrates for for females um i'd always say a fist of vegetables and one cup hand of carbohydrates per meal and then when it comes down to males um a good point is to start maybe two fists of vegetables and two cup hands of carbohydrates that will change depending on the person um so you can adjust the portions down um or up really, really depends um depends how frequently you eat and what your body size is how active you are um your appetite in society how that works and also the results you're looking to get or are you getting results uh, you're supposed to be getting these are things that people miss okay you do a thing for four weeks whatever they don't keep in top of it is it getting where you need to be are you slowly losing the weight are you uh, increasing the energy that you're looking for? Are you sleeping better? You have to look at all these fa- factors when it comes to um, eating food too, not just focusing on uh, the bigger outcome like weight loss or something like that. So yeah, it's definitely an individual approach and depending on where you are right now, um, in terms of nutrition habits can determine the best place basically for you to start. That's it guys. So that's the podcast. Sweet, straight to the point on carbs. I hope you got a good bit out of it. Um, I hope it gave us some clarity um, just try and realise the carbohydrates are not bad or make you fat uh, you need them for energy satiety, health, exercise recovery and much more but the main thing you need to do is to see what works for you in terms of life and body composition goals so if you need any help just reach out to me on Instagram um, or Facebook or at TommyDelaneyFitness.com um, as I run say a tree I always run um a three month one-to-one online service and um, it's a habit-based nutrition program and i use it through my app um and it's really personal um so if you want to go on to that get in touch with me you want to improve um how to eat better increase your energy levels um find ways how to increase your activity um and work on um working on nutrition habits with me and um, just give me a shout um so this is it guys taking you from a to z basically on on all those things and um, so if your goal is losing fat re-body composition whatever it may be i'll definitely bring you in the right direction so yeah that's it uh, audience and followers thank you so much for listening Um, hopefully you got that run done and you have that cup of tea drank um, so get up and do some activity get some carbs in and until next week um, I will chat to you soon have a great day